Welcome to the Pre-Vet Pausecast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to the Pre-Vet Podcast Season 4, Binging the Application. I'm Alex Sablino, and with me is my trusty producer and strategic communications intern, Mr. Jeffrey Young. Jeffrey, are you pumped to talk about essays? Yep, definitely excited about this one. Woo, you know, I'm glad you're excited because I feel like over the years, the essays freak a lot of students out, but it's one of my favorite sections because it really is the most personable and personalized part of the application on an application that could end up feeling the same as everybody else's. You know, everyone is taking the same prerequisite courses. Everybody has to have at least three letters of recommendation. Most folks have similar types of vet experiences, but the essays section is the part where you can really shine. So I want everyone to just take a second and reframe the essay section in your mind of, wow, this is my favorite part of the application because this is where I can really show who I am. So as we've been chatting about in this entire season, every vet school is different. Every vet school wants to see different things. Everyone has a little bit um, different perspective for the essays, but everyone who's using the VEMCAS application has one similar essay, and that is the personal statement. So Jeffrey, let's go ahead and open up what the prompt is for the VEMCAS personal statement so we can read it out loud and everyone can get on the same page. Um, last year, they had three separate questions. This year, they've gone back to a generalized personal statement. So this year, the essay prompt reads, your personal statement is a one-page essay that gives veterinary admissions committees a clear picture of who you are, and most importantly, why you want to pursue a career in veterinary medicine. And then they go ahead and give you some tips and some things that you might want to address. So they say maybe you want to talk about a defining moment that helped push you towards vet med, how you would want to contribute to the profession, why you want to pursue a career in veterinary medicine. Uh, they might talk, you might talk about a meaningful experience with animals or veterinarians. So they give you some options of these things to speak about, but then they also say some things you might want to avoid. And those I totally agree with. They talk about how so many of you listeners have had meaningful experiences with animals or vets as children, but they say, so this is what they say. They say, you should only mention these briefly. So basically what they're getting at here, definitely avoiding pets. So stories about your personal pets. Um, if you were a kid and you collected lizards or you're always helping the squirrels that fell out of a tree, you know, they, we don't really need to focus on that for this essay. You only have one page to get across your most important experiences, your most important insight. You know, we just really don't need to focus on that childhood stuff. So like, let's say you grew up on a farm and that helped define who you are and your desire to practice rural medicine. Sure, you can definitely mention that briefly, but then go ahead and tell me all of the important adult experiences that you've had with rural animal veterinarians to help us understand that you know this is a profession you wanna get into. Sometimes students are like, oh, I don't want to double dip. I don't want to use the same thing twice. And I totally agree. So let's say you're only applying to UF. And in your personal statement, you mentioned that you played college soccer. And you only touched on it a little bit. And like, it was super brief. And then in your diversity essay, you want to dive deeper into how college soccer 
helped you understand leadership and teamwork, that's totally fine. I wouldn't count that as double dipping. But if you talk extensively in your personal statement about college soccer, and then you use that same example in your diversity essay, that is what double dipping sounds like. Let's say you're applying to multiple vet schools and you want to use similar topics for their essays. That is totally fine. That is not double dipping. So let's say you're applying to UF and Western University and both schools ask for a diversity type essay. You can feel free to use the same essay or a very similar essay for both schools. That is 100% fine. But you just don't want to repeat yourself in the same application over and over and over again in your personal statement and those essays that are supplemental. So speaking of diversity, a lot of vet schools are making diversity, equity, and inclusion a priority. And they are really trying to evaluate a student's understanding of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and that student's personal journey, their identities, and how that will aid them in becoming a veterinarian and as a veterinary student. So let's talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion a little bit. I want each student to go ahead and Google and do some research on your own about what diversity, equity, and inclusion means and what it means for you, because that's what you're going to have to do in your essays. In season one of the podcast, I believe episode two, we have a whole episode on diversity, equity, inclusion that you can listen to and dive deeper into. Um, But, you know, a lot of students hear diversity. And what do they think, Jeffrey? What are some of the first things they think about? Uh, I think the main things that come to mind for most people is your race, ethnicity, sexual orientation. Yeah. Like all that demographic info, you know, kind of like boxes that someone could check. And while those definitely make a person diverse, their identities make them diverse, we want you to take that a step further. So let's say you want to talk about how your race and ethnicity makes you diverse. Tell me why that matters. Why does that matter to a veterinary class? Why does that matter to a veterinary practice? Is it because you can reach more clients because you have similar lived experiences? Is it because you understand that folks feel sometimes more comfortable going to a healthcare practitioner who looks or sounds like them? Is it because you know the importance of being a role model for maybe an underrepresented community? Uh, You got to talk about that. It can't just be, oh, I'm diverse because I checked this box. It's like, I checked this box and here's how it helps in the community and the profession. So let's say you're sitting back and you're thinking, wait a second, you know, on paper, I'm not really showing up as diverse or I actually look and sound like the average or typical veterinary student. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that you do not have to say that in an essay. You can go ahead and talk about what does make you diverse. Maybe it's a lived experience that you've had Maybe it's activities you've been involved in. Maybe it's the fact that you're an ally for underrepresented minorities. Go ahead and dive a little bit deeper and talk about what does make you diverse. So many schools are asking for that. Have you noticed that, Jeffrey, when you're going through Vemcast? Do do a lot of schools, are they looking for that diversity piece? Yeah, I think a lot of schools put a decent amount of priority on that. And most of the ones that I've seen at least have some form of essay or something to write in about that. to know how to make their essay stand out, how to make it different from others. Uh, Everybody really wants to have that shining moment for your essays. Honestly, there is no way to know what every other applicant in the pool is writing about. So I think it's great to reframe your essay from I want to sound different 
to I want to sound professional and I want to sound ready to come to vet school. So go ahead and just think about what does the admissions committee want to hear? They really want to hear a student who has overcome challenges and obstacles. They want to hear a student who's had life experiences. They want to hear from a student who's positive and enthusiastic about the profession. They want to hear from a student who understands what the profession really looks like. They want to hear from a student who's challenged themselves academically. So those are the things you want to highlight. Jeffrey, I mean, you're in the application process right now. Have you started working on your essays? What's your essay strategy look like? So my essay strategy actually came from the doctor I work with right now. And her recommendation was to, if you can't come up with one idea or you have too many things, because the VimCast uh, general statement essay is pretty broad yeah. in what you can write about. So what her recommendation was, was take the three top things I'd like to talk about and just write an essay for each one and then read through them and just choose which one I like the best. And then pick that one and workshop it until that one is completed. Oh, I love this idea. And this is also helpful in life. Like if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, just vomit everything onto a piece of paper and then get organized. So Jeffrey, what are you most concerned about with your essays? What's on your mind of like, oh gosh, like I'm worried about this part. Uh, I think for me, the main thing I'm concerned about is standing out because I know that UF gets a lot of applicants and I don't want my essay to be one that they just kind of overlook. I want it to be something that really makes me stand out. I know. So like we talked about, everyone wants that. And what I would tell every student, including you, Jeffrey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about standing out because honestly, each essay that they read, as long as you're sticking true to who you are, it will stand out because you're the only one who can tell your story it's the students who get super generic. That's how it comes across as boring or vague, where we keep reading the same essay over and over again about the student who says, I've wanted to be a vet since I was two, or the student who tells us, you know, the, defin the dictionary definition of veterinary medicine. Like, we don't need to hear any of that. Just stick to your personable, your personalized moments, your story. That's how it will stand out. So, Jeffrey, you mentioned that you have a doctor who helped you come up with your essay strategy, if you're telling us experiences that you've had with that doctor, that stands out because you're the only one who's had those experiences with that particular doctor. Even if 10 other students are applying the cycle who also shadow that veterinarian, they've had different experiences. So talk about the individual experiences that you've had. That's how you can stand out. Now, one of the biggest ways to stand out is a bad way if you have a lot of typos or errors or your essay doesn't flow. So Jeffrey, what are, what's your advice to students who are getting ready to make sure that essay looks super clean? Uh, so I think the easiest route to go for that is to just look at whatever university you go to and look at their programs that they have for paper reviews because I'm pretty sure every single college I've ever seen has some sort of free way to get your paper reviewed through the library or through some other source. For sure. So you could do that through, yeah, like you said, the library, maybe your career connection center can help you with that. If you're no longer in school or you're at a school that maybe doesn't have as many resources, getting friends and family who are good editors to look at it is great. At least one person needs to have eyes on that essay other than you. Also highly recommend after you write your essay, put it away for a few days and then come back to it. You'll notice new things that you didn't see there before. 
So yes, having professionals take a look at it is a great idea. Even your veterinarians, have them look at it and make sure it makes sense and sounds realistic. I think that's one of the worst things when we get an essay that really sounds like the person does not understand what veterinary medicine is. As we've chatted about in the beginning of the season, UF has a video essay this year. So let's talk a little bit about that since it is unique. We have a video essay. The whole point is for us to get to know you even better on a more deeper level. Sometimes students do not market themselves very well on paper, so we're giving you an opportunity to do that ahead of time. We already have an interview, so this is like practice for the interview. So Jeffrey, you know, what do you think our students should be thinking about when they're getting ready for that video essay? Uh, so for me, I know I was definitely a little nervous when I first saw that we were doing that because normally when I record myself for something, there's a pretty long blooper reel. <laughs> Uh, but something I noticed doing this podcast with you is that 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 doesn't come up as much when you're having a conversation with someone. Okay. And so what I've been doing for my video essays is, is just having my roommates stand in the room. So it feels like I'm talking to someone rather than just talking to my phone. And I think a good thing to do is just instead of stopping every time you make a mistake, just go through the whole thing no matter what mistakes you made. And that way you're getting that practice in. So once you do finally get the perfect take, uh, you don't have to have so many bloopers. Yeah, that's a great piece of advice. Having real humans in the room will make it sound so much more conversational. So I love that idea. I agree to keep practicing, practicing because your eighth take might be your best one. So don't stop after the first one. Um, you're, yeah, you're right. The more If you keep stopping every time you make a mistake, you're never going to get that flow down. So just keep going. Eventually, you're going to get the right take. I would just really relax, like shake it out, take some deep breaths. You want to come off as comfortable, confident. I totally understand that this can be super anxiety provoking for a lot of folks. Again, since we have the interview, this is almost a tiny little gift that we are giving to you to practice ahead of time, especially because the first question in our interview is almost always, Tell me about yourself. So this essay, this video essay is really going to help students overcome that a little bit because it just gets you comfortable talking about yourself within that 90 second time frame, feeling comfortable getting your story out. So I would reframe this again, just like the essays as, ooh, yay, this is an opportunity for them to get to know me a little bit better. And of course, this should go without saying, but you want to make sure you look your best. So wear a color that looks great on you. Wear something that makes you feel good about who you are, you feel confident. I would Google, you know, professional dress and get some ideas and inspiration. For the students who are reapplying, who are thinking about their essays and wondering if it's okay to reuse some of them, my biggest point with this is in general, everyone always asks this, they're always saying, should I reuse essays from previous years? My thing is a whole year has gone by, you probably have new things you want to say. So usually this is a moot point. It really doesn't become an issue. However, and schools change up their essays all the time too. So we've never had a video essay before. We've always had a diversity essay for the last few years. I would recommend rewording it, restructuring it in case the admissions committee knows that you're a repeat applicant and then they want to go back and look at your application from last year. You do not want to be a copy and paster. So it's totally fine to reuse content and ideas but you just want to reorganize it a little bit. Well, 
That felt like a fairly exhaustive overview of the essay section. Hope that was helpful. I hope everyone is getting more excited about the essays, thinking about, ooh, yes, this is my opportunity to shine and be myself and get my story across. The admissions committee wants to hear it. They want to read it for our admissions committee. They're going to see you getting some of those ideas across in our video essay. So we hope that was helpful. I'm Alex Avellino. And I'm Jeffrey Young. We'll talk to you soon.